tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Black Friday. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving. Do you have true character? And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. And welcome to another episode, guys, of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. This is episode 41, and just so you know, recording night has been disastrous so far, but we're hoping it's better now. Oh yeah, this is number week three or four in a row of disaster recording. Hopefully you you guys are still enjoying the show. If you couldn't tell by that opening sequence, uh, Clinton sounded defeated, so. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, when you spend big money on a computer that doesn't work, it really hurts your soul. But that's okay. All We're the here. Way. All the way. Here to Give them a shout out. Yeah. Drop their name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but we got to we got to give the delirious dads credit. Hunter and Ryan making sacrifices, uh, still being still being here and committed to getting the podcast done. So, big shout out to those two. Thank you both for uh, sticking oh, it out. Oh yeah. Uh, tonight we're gonna switch it up a little bit. Uh, Ryan's gonna bring in the news. Uh, Hunter, he's gonna give us another um, cooking dish since it's the Thanksgiving season. Um, he's gonna hook us up with some food, baby. Uh, and then also next week, Hunter will be out. He has a uh, work meeting that he has to um, attend, so he won't be on next week's uh, podcast episode. Mm-hmm. And yep, this would be a good time to let Clint know I will be too. We'll just roll with it. Oh, sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, next week, it might just be me talking into this beautiful microphone. <laughs> uh, and then I'll be bringing a, a little gaming quiz. I had one set up on the computer that's supposed to be working, and it is on that computer. So had to do an audible. So... I had to break down and load up Kids World. Kids World. Da, da, da. <laughs> Stupid to Ryan's level. I love it. I'm sure that the clip is better on here than the one you're making anyways. So. Uh, maybe. Yeah, probably. Anyway, Ryan, hit us with that news, baby. Leaks for Geeks. Oh, yeah, big, beautiful news footage. I've got that news. First off, I'm not going to read this article in depth. We've been hitting on this subject over and over, but it's still uh, big news right now, so we're not going to skip it. Okay? Uh, Blizzard VP, the Overwatch director, Jeff Kaplan, uh, wants Blizzchunk's suspension reduced, or even more, he wants it uh, eliminated. A lot of people, even after the big apology that happened at BlizzCon, um, they still think that you know Blizzard hasn't done enough to correct their overreaction of what happened over there, um, and they still believe that it's because of their, you know, China's hands in the mix and the money. And in so, the uh, pot. one of the big issues is the fact that, sure, his suspension went down, but Blizz Chung uh, was stripped of his winnings at the time. So there's financial gain that has been lost for him. And so a lot of the fans are like, okay, even if you're going to suspend him, 
for one, this is his livelihood. For two, he's not going to be able to keep winning for the next six months. So you should at least give him what he already earned, if that makes sense. Yeah, right. Um, and I, and I, I understand that. Uh, <clears throat> this is the the uh, vice president basically chiming in and saying, hey, I'm a huge proponent of free speech. Anybody who knows me knows that I am. And he's basically saying, hey, I think that this should be on a personal level. I think that this punishment was too harsh. I'll read his quote for you guys. He says, uh, it got to me personally. I think this punishment is too harsh. And I was greatly relieved when they gave his money back. Oh, they did give his money back. Okay. Yeah. I think I think that was extremely important. That must have just happened, huh? Yeah, back. yeah, they okay. did that with the uh, lessening of the six months suspension. Uh, I don't think so. Let me see here, because it says. Uh... Yeah, I'm pretty sure they. Did. Oh yeah, and the return is winning. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, so I'm just talking circles over here. I was thinking <laughs> they only gave him the six months and still kept his money for some reason. That's what I was thinking. Um, so hey, I don't know. And my and what's your guys' opinion? Six months? You think there should be any suspension for what happened or? No. I mean, we still know they have policy and stuff like that. So, mm, I still think that uh, I still think you should have been suspended to a degree, maybe like a month, two months, gotcha. something like that. Um, you know, six months when that's your career, right, is a long time out of work. Kind well, of the my, problem my is thinking on it. The problem is a lot of people don't realize these contracts are exclusive a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So if you're a top player and you've got a contract with Blizzard. Um, then you can't necessarily just go play in other tournaments and play and do other things outside of who you're contracted with. So when you're on suspension, uh, you're just on suspension. Yeah, you'd be like an NFL player (laughs) going on suspension. He can't just go play for another team. He's just losing, you know, his money during that portion of the year. Right. Um, right. So So six months, you think about that. If you make 50 grand in a year, you're down 25 grand. Now you can't live. You can't pay Mm -hmm. your bills. You can't. Right. And so, so, yeah, that's where... And for that being a first, strange. for that being a first offense, and uh, because of the way they did react, because normally mm-hmm. they weren't reacting to other things um, of a similar nature to to an extent in the same way, and uh, so I think that's where they should lighten it. You know, um, I think they dropped such... the ball on a suspension at all in the first because, uh, I mean, the kid is coming out and and stating something that he believes is right. It's right. not like he's coming on there and bashing uh, somebody, you know. And I mean, well, and there's also been people like they're really uh, been making fun of Jay Allen Brack, the president of Blizzard, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. with that same thing of them saying we don't want, you know, kind of taking the stance of we don't want uh, politics and these freedom of speech things to be a part of our platform. Mm-hmm. Well, then he comes out at BlizzCon and has the LGBT uh, flag pin. Uh, right there for everybody to see, and I'm not bashing any of the LGBT community on that. I'm saying, yeah, but, and, yep. and other people have said, other gaming people that he's, I've seen have he's said, clearly you're, taking an you're open putting stance. your own politics in just doing yes. that, and you have he's it front using and center. his platform. So yep. your politics are okay, but somebody else's politics are. is not, and so that's you being selective, and you know they mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. kind of saying how it's hypocritical. Yep. Um, in the same very hypocritical. Sense. In the same sense that, you know, LeBron can get up and stand and, and say that he doesn't agree with people doing that or whatever, but he stands up and, and bashes our president all the time from his political. So it's like, you mm-hmm. know, what do you... Yeah, it's just kind of a... Um, 
I don't know. I think I think a slap on the hand if you don't agree with that if you if you don't think that that was the president what he should have done like you said if it, if it was a first offense is he should have looked at it and said uh, this doesn't line up with our policy let's contact this kid mm-hmm. and tell him that we don't agree with what he did and if he does it again then we will go into suspension yeah. but just i mean dropping a suspension on him especially 6 months right then and there mm-hmm. just kind of a little bit i mean it's kind of a ridiculous to me i think well here's but. here's something that a lot of people haven't thought about and in all reality as a businessman the uh the the president who made the decision he um he may have made the right choice and the reason i say that is he was actually picking the the lesser of two evils right mm-hmm. he knew that by suspending this guy there's going to be an uproar on that side and he's going to lose money from individual clients, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. by doing nothing, he knew he had the chance of losing a huge contract and cash flow from China mm-hmm. and his branches that are there. And so he did the one that he could kind of backpedal on, right? Because you could do this, then you can apologize and adjust it, and now China's not going to blow up on you now because you you still reacted strongly and took a stance, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now you're kind of doing this. And so I think if he had come out strongly against China and said, hey, you know, we can freedom of speech, blah, blah, blah. We don't believe in that kind of control. Uh, I think the chance of a permanent loss was higher than it was going this other way. I think he kind of had two bad spots to pick, if that makes sense. Neither path was, well, was going to be I safe. Mean, we can, we can agree that when the kids did said that on a national uh, competition for them, that does put them in, in a hard spot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the same time, like um, – you know, what are you saving your business? Like, I don't know, morally, you know, I understand yeah, that I'm that would be a big a loss decision. for him. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that'd be a big loss for him, but you got to take a step back and think about like, uh, is it worth it? You know, well, I think he just, I think he looked at numbers and said, this I, is mm-hmm. saving route. it's kind of funny. I think it's, uh, and I think we have mentioned this before in one of the previous podcasts, maybe. I think it's a reflection of um, how capitalism is working in America because now, we're now in a situation where things are much more global, including gaming. Mm-hmm. Everything's mm-hmm. instant. In the old days, if this guy would have said this on some broadcast, it wouldn't have got out as quick, right? It would have no, had to make no. the media. And, you know, it would take a long time for it to even blow up and be a big deal. Probably would have even the media with the, the rug. Right, with the right amount of money, it would have just never become a big deal. But now it's just instant to everybody. China, yep. U.S., you know, mm-hmm. whoever. And so... Uh, you know, I think we're seeing now. Now our corporations um, are now picking money, which is mm-hmm. what they're designed to do. And we're finding, well, what about the moral code? What about the? And mm-hmm. so I think that's where we're seeing this clash now for the American values with uh, capitalism on a global scale. It's something, you know, used to it was more of how do we respect. Our fellow Americans, right, and and, right. and that mm-hmm. kind of thing, and now it's this, now it's global, and we right. don't agree with global. We don't agree with China. We don't agree yeah. with Russia's policies. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a much, much yeah, stickier it, and harder situation. I think it's very different. And you know, you can go up and down and talk about this side of it all day, and let alone the side of that uh, China is such a, a extreme that they're banning cartoons that offended their president. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we go to look at, too, like uh, if you were a, a leader of a country, you should be at a spot in a maturity level that 
you can let something like that slide because you realize that that was not the developer or the company who said it. It was a random kid mm-hmm. that was playing their games. And and that's where you you know we see something missing the mark over there because in all over the world whatever it may be but it's just mm-hmm. it, it's got to a point where it's a little ridiculous and and uh, we have to take such uh, extreme measures because people blow stuff out of proportion. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all about control. You know, in this high speed, high pace, uh, knowledge spreading era that we're in, people are still trying to maintain whatever amount of control that they can. But things are slowly getting more and more out of control. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan of getting out of control. I'm (laughs) a fan of um, media not being able to to limit and choose what we see and don't see. I'm a fan of it becoming so open that you're screwed. And if if it's true, it's going to get out. You know what I mean? Uh, Because we've lived really our entire, all the generations before us, have lived in a completely controlled media environment. Mm-hmm. Very, very controlled. That's, that's Even here in hear, the U.S. That's why now I think the things of like what politicians have said or mm-hmm. things that have come out, come to light about. Yep. It's just like the Christopher Columbus thing. People are really mad about that. And that's, you know, you're, yeah. just, you're finding that leaders in history might not have been mm-hmm. the... Um, the you mean they're everybody. human. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And we've been hiding that, and so, you know, that's it's the same kind of thing we've talked about with, okay, you got Trump, okay. Well, in all reality, Trump probably doesn't have much worse than anybody else that's ever ran or ever been president. He's just the difference is, there. his is all in the open. And mm-hmm. we're going to continue to see more and more of that with every president that comes. You're gonna right. It's just the generation we're in. More, you know, they're mm-hmm. connected to that social media, yeah. Well, and just the fact that we know his history. We know what he's done. Mm-hmm. We know who's, who he's been with. We know. Could you imagine you putting you yourself know that. You in that? You just only went, you know, to that to the speakeasies, and you went to the, you know, the places where people, you know, didn't ever get to find out you were there, and yeah. there was kind of, you know, purposefully hush. You know, we go do these right. kind of things right. in the hush place. Now mm-hmm. there is no hush place. Someone right. pops their cell phone out, snaps a picture of you. Boom! You know what I mean? There it is. <laughs> now, okay. So to That's get us a back, teachable moment. <clears throat> to get us back on the gaming bo- portion, though, what yep. do you think of the vice president, Jeff Kaplan? I mean, he's he's pretty safe. He's the head developer of Overwatch, and it's doing just fine. So what do we think of him speaking out, even though the company as a whole is still taking their stance, but he's over here it saying, kinda, eh. It, it kind of seems like if you read the rest of this article, they're, they're saying, along with Kaplan, is saying uh, there's a huge variety of reactions amongst all of us. This reaction is really my own, and there are probably you know, some that think the same way, but it's definitely not like one way or the other way. Yeah. You know, I think it's about what I had thought, you know, I thought it was something I had told uh, my brother-in-law because he was really upset. The people that were boycotting the company, I said, well, think about it this way though. You boycott it. You're also costing people jobs. I mean, if it was a real legit, you know, you shut them down. You're probably the soul of the people that are making the games probably don't line up to actually what corporate wanted to do in that situation. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's how it is with corporations. You have, it doesn't necessarily represent the people working within the company. It represents right. the, the top, probably the well, top that's five how people or the act top ten. I mean, if, if I was working for Blizzard and they do that, I would quit. Uh, you know, not really, because if you know it's really just the president and you know everybody else underneath them isn't in agreement, then it's going to be like, we'll see how and this goes. And you're making $150,000 a year. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, Jeff it's Kaplan's, your career. Uh, so you're just going to quit? Like, I'll take this 150 grand a year. Yeah. Anyways, that's what's going on with that. That's still shuffling around. The fact that he's the vice president probably means his opinion matters quite a bit. Um, And so we'll see what happens. We'll see if they reduce it anymore. Yeah, I agree. I think it's good that he's free to say something. Yeah. And not just totally can't. Yeah. Right, right. Uh,. Next on my list is Wham Bam Death Stranding, man. Yeah. Uh, it's got kind of a mixed reception. Uh, it says, it's because it's a difficult game to understand, suggests Hito Kojima. Okay. Um, and actually, this was kind of my initial impression. Even while we watched the previews and they slowly released, even the trailers were kind of hard to understand. It's like, what is the game about? What are we doing? I think they did that on purpose. Um, but I think, you know, they they, they might have narrowed. Maybe? Yeah, they might have narrowed their market a little too much. There's probably people that are just in love with the game. You know, from what we're seeing, there's people that think it's the best thing that's ever happened. Because it's just this really in-depth, you know, intricate storyline and things like that, which I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I'd probably love those parts about it. But if the game kind of leaves you hanging in the sense of, well, what do I do? How do I play? How do I progress? What is my main purpose to the game? Some of those are kind of left discoverable as you go. Mm-hmm. And so uh, from what it sounds like, it's a lot of people, their issue is in the beginning of the game, if that makes sense. It's a mm-hmm. little bit of a slow starting game. Yeah. And if you really get into the game and you let it develop to the point to where you can actually see and understand what's going on well then the story becomes beautiful and you'll fall in love with it it's kind of the so in my in my opinion that's not really a mixed review it's it's a mixed first assessment you know that's a that's a mixed first look and that's different Mm -hmm. than a let's give the game some real time and then say what we think right Uh, i don't think i don't think you really have a place to review a game if you don't play Play the game Yeah. Yeah. yeah right I watched uh, one of the YouTubers I watch all the time, and he started this game, and I I watched a little bit of gameplay on it, and it does. It looks really nice. Um, It is definitely going to be something slower to Uh get into, but you have to just... uh, It's one of those games that um, you have to enjoy what Kojima does. Mm -hmm. And and so if you aren't a fan of of what he's done previously, I don't know if you're going to just love this game. And I think there's, you know, I haven't seen enough of it to know the whole storyline or whatever, but there's right. enough mystery in it to keep you going. Um, but, yeah, as far as the beginning, it seems like there's a lot of cutscene, there's a lot mm-hmm. of story development mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, But the story looks very thick and, like, rich. Like, there's a lot right. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like you could get very in- invested in this game. And it's beautiful. I mean... But in my... In my opinion, if you've watched the previews leading up to it and all the little leaks and the trailers, you already knew that. You already knew it was not going to be your normal game. You already knew right. it was going to be a very mm-hmm. deep, twisted story that is going to take some actual mental capacity to grasp and follow. It's uh, weird. So, so to think you're just going to jump in and it's going to be a you know a full-on action game, it's not what the game's made for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, from everything I've seen on it so far – even when I read this split review article, it kind of makes me think I'm going to like it more, to be yeah, honest. Right. Because 
I lean on the side of the ones who are in love with it. That's the kind of games mm-hmm. I like. Well, it's so, like, do you want something so homogenized and broad that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it reaches the, you know, and I'm not going to pick on too many games, but I'll mention one like Call of Duty, a right. game like Call of Duty that's, you know, it's a good little shooter game to play with your buddies and stuff, but it's, there's not going to be that depth. Like, uh, yeah, it's like not going like to fit this. the same category. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't even compare the two. They're, they're not they're not the same kind of game at all. Yeah, but people right. do. Like, I mean, I mean, I have a lot more fun on Call of Duty. Well, what kind of fun are you trying to have? Those two things are right. not the same. Mm-hmm. You buy these two different games for totally different reasons. Exactly. What I think I love about what I've seen in it so far is that you know, like, I guess once you say, let's talk about like a, a developer and and what they hear feedback wise before yeah. the mm-hmm. game releases. And and a lot of people were like, This is weird. I don't understand mm-hmm. any of it. It's it's just strange. A lot of people you would think the developer would start to say, Okay, well we need to change some stuff. And and a good example of that is the Sonic movie that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People freaked out about what he looked like. Mm-hmm. And right. they took it and they changed it. Well, yep. I think that that happens in games, too, all the time. The developer says, well, we've gotten this feedback. Let's change some things. Mm-hmm. Kojima instead, like, steered straight into that skid. And instead of hands. saying, instead of saying, I'm going to step back the weirdness and, and try to change, he said, no, this is what this game is. It's it's right. it's not something that is an everyday game. You have to be invested in it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and... And I think that if you do invest in it, even if it's you don't feel like it's your style at first, mm-hmm. I think you'll be rewarded with it. I really yeah. do. Um, I think if you stick it out and, and give it a try, I, I don't think it's personally my type of game style play, but I want to get it and play through it because right. I know that it's so different than any other game I've ever seen. So Right, so it's worth trying and, and it's intriguing. Yeah, mm-hmm. It could probably be a I good agree. one to sit down with your buddies, just do like a couch co-op and just discover it together. Like, hey, why'd you go draw that? Yeah, you go draw yeah that? like finish a quarter of it and then never get back together and finish it again. Yeah, so. yeah. that's what yeah. we do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking, of, speaking of Sonic, that's next on my list because I think there's a difference in something like Sonic, which they completely ruined, right? <laughs> Sonic, Sonic already has a, a look. He already has a brand. He already yeah. has a vibe and right. the sonic they put out in the beginning was not that no. um if sonic was something completely new and they said hey this is the guy we want he's some new character mm-hmm. well then stick to your guns and go with it like they did on the game yeah. but on uh, something like sonic someone who's like already a household friend mm-hmm. you know right. for people like us don't send us some weird humanoid sonic what the freak was that right. you know what i mean it's like a demonic furby yeah yeah super weird the new sonic like how did the other Sonic even get approved? If you guys haven't <laughs> seen the new Sonic, it's like dead on. You look at it, and you're like, oh, there, it's Sonic. That's, you know what they I mean? fixed it. It's like, yeah. There he is. Yeah. Yep. 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 And someone should have saw that right from the beginning. It, you know, a lot of people were saying, well, I think because it's in a human movie, they wanted him to look more realistic. And it's like, but he clearly was still a cartoon. It's not like where, they made him look was, like a live our, animal. Where was our Sonic fact checkers? That's what I want to know. Like, well, you get you what know? I'm saying? Like, it's not like they made Sonic look like a real animal. If they made Sonic like a real animal, like maybe he looked like a yeah, some yeah. kind of crazy like a real bear hedgehog, just diet diet blonde. Yeah, whole different yeah. story. But they did, they still made him cartoony, but nothing like Sonic. Yeah, so it was right. like, ah, get out of here with that. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. But he looks a lot better. Jump on there, check him out. We He's got big eyes. Article. He's got the big yeah. bigger head. He just looks yeah. like the the character. Yeah, that's yeah, good. he looks like Sonic now. Yeah. Uh, next. <laughs> Next, next, next is uh, Rainbow Six 
Tom Clancy's Siege. Uh, this game's been out a long time, but freaking has a huge following still. People love it, and they're still pouring into it. There's a, what do they call it? Y4S4, year four, season four, I guess is what that means, I think. Yeah. They're doing they're doing a new uh, limb penetration system. Yep, you heard Ooh, me right. Wow. We're talking about We're talking about penetration tonight. Uh, this is going to be ranging from no penetration at all to full penetration. That's what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> in the leg, so, in the in the arm, right? Yep. Taking out the hand. Yeah. Yep. If you if you so, get the leg and the arm at the same time, that's what they call double penetration. Wow. Yep, that's true. And it's with this new setup, you can have double penetration or possibly even triple penetration, okay. all depending on what you hit. Um, and so this is set up basically to where you have not just different items that affect the gunshot, but different guns affect the gunshot. Okay. So different different guns with different ammo are going to affect what kind of penetration they get. And it's going to affect um, how deep the penetration is, right? Okay. So <laughs> Now with the wall, you know, that's going to slow the penetration, right? Right. Well, this yeah. is specifically for people. So the wall is going to be just like it's always been in the sense of, uh, if you have, you know, full metal jacket or not, what, how strong damage your gun is to where we're used to, just like in most games, if I hit a person, right, right, the, the bullet just stops. Mm -hmm. That's just normal. Doesn't matter if there's two people in a row, you got to keep shooting to hit the second guy. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And so, which kind of doesn't make sense because bullets don't really do that in life. Right. So in this game, it makes sense. They've set it up. You got a whole chart here. You've got no penetration is shotguns. Okay. Sorry, shotguns. It's a sad year for you. Machine guns <laughs> or machine uh, pistols. And it says, it says except, shotguns, except the uh, Boz, B-O-S-G-122. Okay. Plus the TS, TCS G12, mm -hmm. uh, which doesn't act the same as the normal shotguns. Okay. But outside of that, shotguns and machine pistols will not penetrate, not even a hand. Now, if you're okay. wearing uh, protection or special protection, is that going to help with the uh, avoidance of penetration? Well, uh, no, not unless we're talking about some kind of headgear okay. that goes directly over the head. Then that would stop it. Gotcha, okay. But not if we're talking about through an arm or through some kind of other limb than the head that is standard, then it's going to, you know, you don't have arm shields or arm protection, usually protections that does anything really is just for the head. Okay, and if it's you. on the head, then yes, it can stop it. Uh, but without protection on the head, we're talking about full penetration with uh, designated marksman. Marksman what? Me, I, I am so <laughs> proud of you guys. I'm impressed that you kept that going for so long. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I tried. I lost it. We're talking about designated marksman rifles. Okay. Uh, and sniper rifles just get through and through when it comes to the okay. head. So we're talking about two guys dead with one headshot. So it just boom, just, blows yep. the hole out the back. But that's without that's without protection. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's without protection. Mm -hmm. uh, for the for the uh, what they call simple penetration, which shows a hand. You know, we all know that's the simplest way to get penetration. It has assault rifles, submachine guns. Light machine gun. <laughs> okay. It's got uh, pistols and also revolvers, so even six shots. 
Okay. Uh, just so you guys know, we're trying not to laugh at this article. And at the beginning of this article, uh, it says right on there, get your laughs out now because we're going to be using these words a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so uh, it's a good we're job. men. Yeah. We're men. We are family men, but family men penetrate. That's how we have families. Yeah. So, we only uh, penetrate our wives. Okay. Right. Wow. Right. Well, uh, not all of us. Some of us have kids when we're not married, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, anyways, I love this. I think this kind of penetration should be available across the board on any game at any time. Now, is this you downloadable know? penetration? Is it uh, free? Yes, this this kind of penetration is completely free. Okay. So mm. I think I think basically um, at a certain point when the new season comes out, you won't be able to play if you don't want penetration. It's just oh, okay. part of the package. Gotcha. Right. It's a forced penetration. It is. <laughs> it is. Forced penetration, <laughs> huh? Yep. Yeah. The best I'm kind. Out. Okay, let me see if there's anything else that needs to be mentioned about this penetration. Uh, the second, the second receiver of, I would say, the damage due to penetration, he receives seventy percent damage. Okay. okay. And so, if if the equivalent shot so that first, was like that first person that was that had the penetration, then blocks. They received the full thirty uh, percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. And then seventy okay. percent projectiles through them onto the next person. Wow. So. So yeah. I wonder if they uh, account the for bullet. lodged bullets. Yeah, so the bullet ejaculates from the gun, and then it, it goes through the first guy who takes 100% penetration, and then 70% of the penetration after that goes into the next guy. Yeah. Right. Now, what's unclear from this article, does that penetration continue to de- decrease at 30% per person as it goes? Or does it stop at 70% penetration for the second person? Yeah, I want to know how deep the train of penetration can go. How many men can be penetrated at one time? Yeah, because right. good question to answer. What does that third man, what kind of blow does that third man receive? Right. I mean, if it stays on this track, the third man's going to receive 40% damage okay. from the, the previous okay. person's penetration. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Well, we got to expect, you know, that after the larger portion of that blow is on the person in front of them, then it's probably not as much penetrating power. It's more like right, right. just spray. Yeah. Hey, but the one thing that's for sure, after all those guys are sprayed down, uh, mm-hmm. they're going to be wore out, dead, no movement. Oh, yeah. 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 It's over for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're currently working on this on other stuff, too, like Rainbow Six Quarantine and Next Gen uh, console spinoffs. Okay. So we should be seeing more and more and more penetration in the future. In video okay. games. Very nice. Yeah. 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 Forced. Forced as well. I don't know if I've ever yeah. seen penetration on that scale before, so yeah. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, yeah me too. Me too. Oh, I'll man. look up some videos on that. Well, Ryan, that was I'm impressed with the way you read that article, my friend. Yeah. You are You're welcome. A stronger man than I. <laughs> uh, next, guys. Uh, everybody that has... Uh, been around gaming in a while knows that Uncharted is a really good game people have loved mm-hmm. it it's almost if you could say a game that can go viral other than like you know multiplayer games like uh, you know what's it called uh, Apex Legends and those styles they go mm-hmm. viral sometimes but yeah. a game like Uncharted doesn't go viral very often uh, it's such a big game that they're making a movie after it oh okay I didn't know that 
and we're not talking about a regular gaming low budget movie. We're talking about a full blown in depth high production movie and the number one person being looked at as the main character solely, which is Victor, right? Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's looking like that's going to be played by Wally Wahlberg, Marky oh. Mark. Mm. And so we're probably talking about a pretty good dang movie. I'm definitely excited about that. That'd be super guys, cool. Oh, Mark, if you guys Mark. don't, if you guys don't know about that game, you know he he's basically playing like a a treasure hunter, fortune seeker, businessman, and you know he's kind of extravagant. And I think that'd be a great role for Mark. Right. I was gonna say I could see him being the main character in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the end of that. I think that's cool. There's no you know, no in depth stuff on that article, but keep your eye out for that one. That's awesome. I love that game. It's so good. Yeah, it's very good. Well, with that, um, we're going to test y'all's knowledge. Mm. Yeah, we're going to see where your where your knowledge of video game characters are. Write me out. I, I did have one question that just popped into my head, though, and I was like, I really wonder how heavy the action is going to be in that movie with Mark Wahlberg, if he'll ever actually achieve full penetration <laughs> or... You know, right. we'll see if he That'll takes any notes. That'll be something to look out for. Then yeah, then it's just full on. It's going to be a mess. We know that for sure. Yeah. That's why. That's why it was made by Naughty Dog. Here we are with the quiz, guys. And uh, pulled it up from Kids World, guys. And it's going to be good. We're going to have fun with it. I've not looked at the answers. Hunter's not looked at the answers. And Ryan, he may have peaked. Time looked at a couple. Yeah. I did not. But I do want to let you guys know that we went long on the news. Just so you guys who are listening, I'm sure you still enjoyed it. That was just because there was a lot of banter. It wasn't my mm-hmm. fault. I cut I cut two or three of my stories out. Yeah. But okay. I enjoyed the combo. They'll never know great. this. They'll never know this. It'll be okay. Um, question number one, guys. Princess Zelda from the Legend of Zelda games by Nintendo has gone by a few names. Which of the names has she not been called in a video game? A. Tetra. B. Milan. C. Zelda. D. Sheik. Excuse me. I thought that she's only been called Zelda, so this one kind of threw me for a Me too, but I'm going to go with Tetra. I'm going to go with Sheik. I'm going to go with Tetra. Okay. Oh, I missed it. Oh, Malone. Malone. It was Malone. Mm. Malone. Melon. Malon. At least like we all post, missed it. Post Malone. Yeah, okay. Post Malone. Yeah. It said, oops, you should have clicked the different button. Yep. It didn't tell you. Yeah. just tells you the answer. So we were wrong, guys. There you go. So it's either Zelda or Malone. Malone. Question two. The big bad, Bowser, is one of Mario's first opponents, and he sends all of his Koopa kids to squash the plumber dude. Which Koopa is the youngest? Oh my gosh. Larry Koopa, Iggy Koopa, Ludwig von Koopa, or Morton Koopa Jr.? It's got to be Ludwig. Nah. It's Iggy. It's Iggy. Nah. Ludwig von Koopa. You're going with Ludwig? I'm going with Iggy. Ooh, oh, it was Larry. It was stinking Larry. Golly. 
Larry is the youngest, and he shows up twice uh, to stop Mario in Super Mario's 3 and Super Mario World. So how do you guys see that it's Larry? I'm miss oh, wow. Just crazy. Look right, right past that. Okay. We all are sucking right now. Um, question three. Ash Ketchum is the most famous Pokemon trainer in the world. But how did he get Pikachu as his first Pokemon mm. ever? It's Pikachu, not Pikachu. Whatever. Pikachu. That's almost like saying hey. freaking Master Chef. Master Chef, yeah. That's what you yeah, mean. who doesn't know how to spell, uh, pronounce Pikachu, dude? Come on. Yeah, Pika, Pika. Uh, yeah. A, Professor Oak gave Pikachu to him. B, he saved Pikachu from a Team Rocket. C, he slept in the Pikachu. Wait. He slept <laughs> in and Pikachu was the only Pokemon left. Wow, We're done with penetration jokes, yeah, okay? Uh, right. Uh, Pikachu followed him home from school. I'm oh going. Gosh. I'm going with uh, A. Professor Oak gave it to him. Mm. I'm going with he slept in, and Pikachu was the only Pokemon. I am going with he saved Pikachu from Team Rocket. I think that's the right answer. I should have went with that one. Ooh. We'll see. I don't remember. Oh, I was right. <laughs> oh, he did sleep in. Yes. Oh, okay. I see what they're saying. I thought the professor did give it to him, though, but you're right. It was like that was the last one to pick. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Ash got Pikachu as the first Pokemon because he slept in, and Pikachu was the only Pokemon left. Uh, that's based more off the 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 cartoon, though, isn't it? Is it yeah. the same way in the game? Yes. Okay. Are you sure, or are you just saying yes? I haven't played no, the game, sure. so... I wouldn't know. Okay. How old was Ash Ketchum, Pokemon trainer extraordinaire, when he got his first ever Pokemon? He was 12 years old. That's A. B. Ash was 8 years old. C. Not until he was 14. Or D. He got it when he was 10. Jeez. I know this one. Wow, you're just the Pokemon uh, nerd over there. <laughs> the geek, geeking out on I, Pokey Pokey. I, I was a Pokemon dealer, so okay. I had to know yeah. my stuff. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to say from the age of the kid, what he looks like in the show, I'm between 12 and 14 here. That's what okay. I was thinking. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with 14. Uh... I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go 12 on this one. Ryan I'm going with 10. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. That makes Ryan's right, dang it. Dang. Ryan's going to win Ryan's, this one. Ryan's going to take this quiz, baby. I okay. like it. Yep, he was 10 years old. Wow, the more you, the more you know. Yep, I don't think he ever wasn't 10. Oh, like, and then he's like the Simpsons, he never ages? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Unless it's like a fast-forward episode? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, have you guys seen the Simpsons, like, Disney commercials that they did? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Disney now owns the Simpsons. I don't know if you guys knew that. And no, so, it's bigger than that. Disney owns Fox. Yes, yes, yes. All this of Fox. True. This is true, yeah. They paid, like, $13.6 or something stupid. Isn't that crazy? They're yeah. just slowly owning everything. 
anyway, so the Simpsons, they put out like a commercial and it shows Homer and Easttown Park. Uh, they're, like they're all dressed up like Disney characters. Mm-hmm. And Bart comes out and he's got the mouse ears in his hand. And I was like, son, put on the ears. No, I won't do it, Dad. Put on the ears. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's just this funny little commercial of them making fun of Disney. But they're he's like fat and he can't fit in the Iron Man suit. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, classic. It's so funny because in, in their past, they've made so many Disneyland jokes and stuff about Disney being evil. Mm-hmm. Now, now they're owned by Disney. So, good well, stuff. On top of that, you've got the fact that uh, Fox, you know, presumably, you know, not that every movie and stuff they've made, obviously, right? But their their news stance is conservative, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Disney, which is clearly the complete opposite. You yeah. Know? So it's interesting that they would even, you know, sell, sell. to that. But money, money talks. The yeah. price is right, baby. Yep. Well, and I wonder what Fox was, you know, you don't hear Just a lot about Fox Blizzard. Anymore, other than like Fox Sports. Mm-hmm. You don't really hear much. So. All right. I forget which question this is, what number it is, but here we I think go. It's question I think five, it's... I think. <coughs> oh, yeah. It yeah. would show me down there in them highlighted boxes that we've went through. <laughs> um, in the Final Fantasy X, two role play. Oh, that's 12. Is that X2? X-2? I don't 12, know. Final Fantasy twelve. I don't either. Role playing game. The main characters are three butt kicking girls. What are the three names? Wow. This is a blind guess. And well, I'm gonna butcher these names too, so it's not gonna help the, the audience listening. It's uh Mevin Mevin, Payne, and Kamari, Yuna, Titus, and Payne. Or Kimmy, Mevin, Mevin, and Payne. Or D, uh, Yuna, Raiku, and Payne. Um, I'm going to go Raiku because I like that name. I'm going with Mevin, Payne, and Kamari. Okay. I'm going with Kimmy, Mevin, and Payne. Okay. Hey, I got one right. Dang. Yep, the three girls girls were Yuna, Raikou, and Pain. I that was only, a random guess. And it was Final Fantasy X, guys, but I don't know why they said Dash 2. So I don't know. I don't either. Hey, Pokemon, or not Pokemon, Final Fantasy fans out there, hit us up in an email let us know. Why was it uh, Final Fantasy X with the Dash 2 on it? Maybe they just meant two-year-old player? Like it's a multiplayer? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right, Yugi Moto and his friends fight exciting dual monster cards, monsters card game battles. Wow, I'm gonna re-say that because that was just weird. Yugi Moto and his friends fight exciting dual monsters card game battles, but which character doesn't play the game? Is it A. Solomon Moto can't play dual monsters? B. T. Gardner doesn't play at all. C. Serenity Wheeler isn't a gamer. D. Tristan Taylor doesn't play. I'm a Yu-Gi-Oh guy, so... So you know this one. I played some Yu-Gi-Oh cards when I was younger. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Solo Man. That's what I'm going with. 
I'm fairly confident I know the right answer, so I'm going to let Ryan answer, but he's muted, so. Oh, I've been talking this whole time. My bad. There you go. I was adjusting my chair trying to get rid of the squeaky click. Yeah, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! for me is like, you know, one of the only things I liked more than Pokemon back in the day. Yeah. Uh, At least the show. I didn't play much of the cards, but I'm pretty confident that two of these definitely play. Solomon is one of my choices that may not have played. So Clint's got that one. So I'm going to go with the other one just to mix it up. And I'm going to go with Tea Garden. I really want to go with Solomon Moto. Hold on. Don't answer. I'm I'm still. You're still. Okay. Not the final answer. Gotcha. Well, my. I don't know if it's going to throw you off any, but my answer is not either of those two. Oh, so you go for yours then. Uh, Tristan Taylor doesn't play. Unless I've mixed up character names, Tristan does play. So I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Solomon. Okay. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to my club. Hunter is correct. So you... that's the girl, isn't it, Tristan? Yeah. Mm, I yes. debated I debated that first, but I don't. I, mean, I thought I remembered her plan. Well, I knew nothing about this series, so they destroyed me in it. Dang, that sucks. I do. I knew his guy partner played for sure, right? His other friend that traveled with him, but I thought she did too. Yeah. All right, guys. SpongeBob SquarePants is an awesome TV and video game character. Can can you name his first ever video game? Oh, heck yes, I can. A, Battle for Bikini Bottom. B, Revenge of the Flying Dutchman. C, Legend of the Lost Special. And D, employee of the month. I've got no clue. I didn't even know they had video games. I mean, I'm sure they did, but I, I knew there was. I used to game up on this on GameCube, dude. I, I knew. I love SpongeBob too. So yeah, I knew that uh, that he had a game. I didn't know he had multiple games, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm gonna go with A, Battle for Bikini Bottom. I'm thinking employee of the month or Legend of the Lost Spatula. I'm going but for Revenge it, uh, of the Flying Dutchman is possible too. I think Clint picked the least possible one. Wow. I was Which one like are you going I, with, Ryan? I was thinking like an open sandbox SpongeBob game, you know. Legend of I'm gonna go with Employee of the Month. No. Ugh. I'm gonna go with Yeah, Employee of the Month. I'm gonna go with the Battle of Bikini Bottom too. Dang. Oh gosh. Oh, it was wrong. Well, wrong. the one I played was Battle of Bikini Bottom, but it must have not been the first one then. The gotcha, first, gotcha. the first game was Legend of the Lost Spatula for yeah. the GameCube. How many have you gotten right, Clinton? One. One. Yeah, I'm. Sucking. I have two, and then Ryan has three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we have so to get all these last ones right, I think. Yeah, to even make it something. It's <laughs> stuff I don't know anything about. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Hey, you actually picked one that's hard here on the kids' bop. I know. I'm impressed with their their skills right now. Um, Hamtaro and all the ham-hams are cute (laughs) and cuddly hamsters. But do you know when Hamtaro's birthday is? This this should not be called Do You Know Video Game Character Knowledge. This should say Do You Know Anime Video Game Character Knowledge. Yeah, or Pop Culture. I didn't even know Yu-Gi-Oh! had a video game. So... Okay. Um, oh, this, I'm this guessing. Is, 
Okay. But do you know when Hamtaro's birthday is? Wow. Is yeah, I'm doing April 1st because that's my birthday's in April. Okay. So, Or is it Hamtaro's birthday is August 6th? Or is it Hamtaro's birthday is September 21st minus penetration? Or is it wow. D, March 3rd? March 3rd. March 3rd is yep. Hamtaro's birthday. I like how they I, try to spice up each answer with different wordings. Yeah, like that almost makes you think that's the right one because they worded it that way. Right. But then it could be a, a trick, see. Mm. Uh-huh. Where it yeah, was, what, if it was born on August 6th, see, that's history. That's like, right. here it is. It's a fact, Jack. You know? I don't know. I'm going with April 1st. I mean, it being a hamster could be born at any time because the hamsters are like rabbits, you know? April 1st, yeah. day, baby. Uh, I'm going with August 6th. Dang. I got it. Did I? Yeah. yeah. I think he looked. I did not. Do you hear that guiltiness in his voice? <laughs> I do. I hear it. All right. Now, this is one everybody knows everything about. But I don't know anything about. Yeah. Like, this is something I never so got Dragon into. Dragon Ball Z, right? Yep. Okay. Never in, got into it. In Dragon Ball Z, powerful Sane or Cyan or... How do you say that, guys? Is it Cyan a, Warriors. Cyan Warrior? Okay. Mm-hmm. Powerful Cyan Warriors battle over the Earth and the Dragon Balls. But... It's Saiyans, I thought. Where? Super Saiyan. Maybe it yeah. is. I don't know. I wasn't a part of that group. I had friends that were... I was not. Anyway, but where do Goku and the other Saiyans, Saiyans, what's it called? Saiyans? Saiyans? Saiyans. Like Super Saiyan. I'm going to go Super Saiyan. Saiyans. Come from. Where do they come from, guys? Saiyans came from Earth, but left a long time ago. They're from Namek. Goku is from Planet Saiyan, of course. And the uh, the Saiyan homeworld is planet Vegeta, Vegeta, Vegeta. 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 <laughs> I was wondering Back to if the you penetration were jokes. Yeah. It's Vegeta. Yeah, it's Vegeta. It's got to be. I mean, everybody loves vegans. I'm just, I'm not saying that's what I'm going with. I'm saying that that's how you... Uh, Say that word. Well, well, bye, George. That's what I'm going for. Vegetas. I'm going for Vegeta, too. Yep. Ryan? We are what, all what correct. Oh, I said Vegeta right from the beginning. Oh, okay. So you just knew this? this is like one of those? So Quinn's right. at three. I'm at two. Ryan's at four. Um, Clinton so, really should be at two still because he cheated in the last one. I never cheated. Is Clinton really at three? Yeah. I heard a mm. premature click and it was like oh, did you, but did you, but. No, no, no. That's cuz that's cuz it didn't take my first answer earlier. <coughs> Excuse me guys, still got that cough. I'll nice. get it for you. What is the name of the old school butt kicking girl video game hero who battles Metroids? Is it Jonah Dark? Your Mae Valentine, Laura Croft, or Samus Aran? Uh, that's a good one. I know this one. I do too. <laughs> it's gonna be a Jill sandwich. Oh, that's Resident Evil. Sorry. 
Um, oh my God. I got my answer. What is it? I'm not telling you. Do you want me to go first? Okay. Y'all answer first. I'm going with Maya Valentine. Okay. It's Samus Aaron. That's what I was going to say. I doubt it. Let's see. Final answer. Samus Aaron. Yeah. Nintendo brought girl power home with Metroid for the original Nintendo. It starred Samus Aaron as a butt-kicking so bounty hunter. So now you're saying we're tied up? Check your score. Make sure. Yeah. He's got four and <laughs> you got four. four. Yeah. And I got Dang. three. But I think me and Clint should be tied because I think you cheated. I never cheated. So, Hunter, do you want to find us the tiebreaker question? Yes. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time what? out. You're afraid Hunter's going to cheat or what? No. Oh. Mine says I have three. Well, you yeah, have four. but you got four. Yeah, we've, we've been notating here. You've got four. So why does it say three? Because it's dumb. Because it's kids' okay. world. Okay. Before we loaded it, you said their website sucked. It's on record. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's we're gonna quiz from Harry Potter Chamber of the Secrets. Ready? Time oh, you can't pick it. Yep, we're ready. No, you, yeah, you're gonna you can't get pick to it. choose it. No, he don't get to choose it. And why would I'll we do, do it? Harry I'll Potter? do it. I'll do a Harry Potter one if you want me to. No, it's not. No, even, I just saw. It's not even a game. I, I just saw it down at the bottom. That's all. Let's go. Oh, we gotta do. Uh, okay. Um. Do something good. Do something really good. Give me a second. Something very. Uh, Fantasy, medieval fantasy. Uh, wow, uh, yeah, pick something in Clint's category. <laughs> How well yeah. do you know Xbox quiz? Ooh. Sure. Okay. Yeah, let's do this. Which character <laughs> is etched into the inside of an Xbox One S? Oh my gosh! Really? <clears throat> do, is there options? Or is is there... it A. Cronker? B. Nathan Drake? C, Master Chief, or D, Marcus Phoenix? Marcus Phoenix. Uh, I think it's Master Chief, actually. What are you going to go with? You're changing your answer to Master Chief? Yeah. Okay. I got to go with Master Chief. I'm with Ryan on that. That's correct. What is the name of the short-lived online game show on the Xbox 360? I didn't know there was One versus a hundred weakest link, Buzz or Jeopardy. Buzz. Mm, weakest link. You both are wrong, so we'll go to the next one. <laughs> okay. Which Wait, what of was the, the answer though? What was the answer? It was a one versus a hundred. Okay. Which of the following games launched on the original Xbox? SSX Tricky, Gears of War, Call of Duty, or Odd World, Munch's Odyssey. SS Tricky. I'm going with Oddworld. Ryan won. It was Oddworld. Oh my gosh. I thought Oddworld was on PlayStation as well. It was on the original PlayStation, but I don't think the one on PlayStation was called. Well, either Lunch's way, the Odyssey. question didn't say which one only launched. It just said right, which, it just one, said launched which on one, one launched on Xbox. Which one launched on the original Xbox, right? Right. Yeah, well, guys, that's proof right there for you that uh, this gaming podcast is helping people. Uh, it's helping Ryan gain the gaming knowledge he needs to conquer wow. life, and wow. uh, this is good. I'm proud of you, Ryan. Congratulations! You just proud passed. You just passed the test. So proud. Wow. Thank you. 
Yep. Thank you for the reward. I just want to tell my people that I can't wait to experience more penetration. <laughs> uh, without protection, Rick. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Oh, when does Rick well, and Morty air it's supposed to come out this month? I don't know, but I just worked up an appetite. And Hunter, you're the only one that can uh, satiate that. Mm. Ooh, yeah. I like where this fancy is going. words. What 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 what's cooking good looking? Master Chef at home listening wherever you are. What's cooking good looking? All right. Well, let's see how fast I can get through these, but I actually doubled down on the recipes tonight. Ooh. So I got two recipes for you if we can get to them. They're both pretty simple, fast ones, and they're going to accompany the turkey on Thanksgiving Day. Nice. So, okay. the two I'm bringing you today is a famous sweet creamed corn that I do every year. And this creamed corn is not like a cra uh, canned creamed corn, of course. This is a type of creamed corn that could be classified almost as a soup. It's so rich. It's so nice. I hate it's very corn. Fat it makes me want to makes me want to throw up so we'll see how really this goes. yep can, well this is no yeah it's nothing like that well can cream corn has got this weird gelatinous um clear the corn isn't even whole it's like milled down into this half now this is full uh, uh kernels of corn that have been made into this sweet developed uh thickened reduced cream sauce okay, and okay. uh no penetration needed for that so um it's going to be uh, delicious. And so what you want to start with is um, some frozen corn. Uh, the bags come in the 20 ounces. I usually do two bags because uh, cooking for a lot of people on Thanksgiving usually. Um, then you're going to need one cup of whipping cream, one cup of milk, some salt, um, uh, let's see, some butter, some flour, some pepper, and some sugar. And so basically what you're going to do is uh, you are going to make a roux, right? I don't know if you guys remember um, mm -hmm. how I taught you to make a roux. So, but the, for this roux, you're not going to make it in the pot first. You're actually going to um, make it in the microwave. So put the butter into a microwave, say something, whatever you want to use. I usually use a measuring cup, and I melt it in the microwave. Then I add the two tablespoons of flour, so it's equal parts. You're going to do two tablespoons of butter, two tablespoons of flour, and you're going to make that roux. So then your corn is going to go into a pot with your whipping cream, your milk, and your sugar. And I usually use white pepper or cayenne um, in a large stock pot. I bring to a slow, low boil so that corn heats up a little bit. And then you just add your roux and stir it in with a whisk until it's smooth and it thickens up. And nice. that's it. That's very easy. Mm. Um, and then if you want to get real fancy, I've made it creme brulee style. So what you do is you put it into a, a, a dish, like a glass dish, and you can put it in the oven for a little bit longer just to make it thicken up a little, a little stiffer. Mm. And then you take it out and put your granulated sugar over the top and take a torch to it, and it makes this crust over the top. That you, you know, I don't know if you've ever had a cranberry lay, but you tap it and break the sugar uh, crust and then you can get into the corn. Yeah, we so had it's that super when we came good, man. We house last year and it was amazing. Yes. 
Yes, yeah, so that corn is one of my favorites. Um, uh, I can't lie, I gotta be honest and say that I make a ton of it so that I can keep it in my fridge after Thanksgiving and <laughs> just try eat it. on it for a week. So I'm uh, such a weird divide when it comes to corn. I love, 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 love fresh corn. Like corn uh-huh. on the cob. Mm-hmm. Some frozen corn is good. Can't stand canned corn, throw up over mm-hmm. cream corn. Really? So it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to know what we're working with here. It's funny of all so the things it, that you can eat and you can't yes. stand corn. If you, it, hey, if you're going to, Ryan, use fresh corn, you can definitely use fresh corn on this. Um, don't start start with your fresh corn, though, because it'll get way too overcooked and it gets to that okay. mushy stage. So mm-hmm. just do your sauce first. So put your cream and your milk in, thicken it up with that um, flour and everything, get it to a consistency that you feel like it's a sauce, and then dump mm-hmm. in all your fresh corn that you've cut off the cob or however you got okay. it. And uh, it, it'll be ready to serve as soon as that sauce coats it because it doesn't need a lot of time to cook if it's fresh. Okay, so, um, good. so that's another way you can do that. You can use canned corn if you want to. I always use frozen. Um, and so frozen, canned, fresh, whatever you want to do. The next one on the list is a sweet potato casserole. Okay. Um, mm. And this is basically a loaded sweet potato if you've ever been to any Texas Roadhouse in America but thrown into a casserole form. So basically you're going to want to peel and uh, large dice um, or cube, I guess you would say, um, about four large sweet potatoes. Um, okay. I always get extra sweet potatoes because they're not that expensive. You know, they're sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to get a little extra. And so then you boil those off like you would mashed potatoes. Um, and some salted water. When you're doing pasta or potatoes, the rule of thumb is salt your water to where you taste it. It tastes like seawater. Okay, I don't know if you've ever been to the ocean, but mm-hmm. if that water splashes, it's pretty salty. So get your water when you're cooking pasta or potatoes almost to that. Not quite that salty, but it needs to taste like some ocean water almost. Um, and so we cook those and bring those to a boil over high heat. And you simmer until the potatoes are soft. You drain it, just like mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to add some milk, just about a half cup. Mash them up. Um, you're going to want to put a little bit of brown sugar in with those. I would say about, oh, oh let's say like two tablespoons. Two tablespoons of brown sugar into those potatoes. Um, and then salt and a little bit of pepper to taste and then you're gonna spread those out and this is where into a pan uh, your little aluminum pan or a glass pan if you're fancy on Thanksgiving and then um, you're gonna this is where it gets real good you're gonna take a mixture of brown sugar pecans okay and butter and butter okay Mm, and what you're gonna do is you're gonna melt the butter and pour it over your brown sugar pecans until it gets to like a like a wet sand consistency and then Uh you're going to put that all over the top a good layer over the top of your sweet potatoes and then you're going to throw that in the oven um on a high heat either a very high heat like 450 or broil now be careful if you do the broil setting you need to watch it because if you burn sugar it's going to ruin the whole thing if you burn sugar it it's the most potent thing you're going to taste in your casserole so do not burn it if you put it on broil um so then you take that out after it's kind of got crispy, and of course you finish the top off with a bunch of marshmallows. Put marshmallows all over the top, then you throw it back in the oven again. If you're going to use the broil setting, you have to sit there and watch the marshmallows. If you burn them, it's going to taste awful. So watch that. 
broil it or again you could just put it over the high heat in the oven and it'll melt the marshmallows you won't get that uh toasty brown top if you don't broil mm -hmm. but um i recommend a broil just keep your eye on it it won't take very long um and so those are the two dishes i was finishing off with guys and it it was a very quick quick segment but uh, uh those are some quick and easy and pretty steadfast dishes that are at every thanksgiving so so there's no there's no marshmallows in yours. Yeah. In yours over the potatoes. top. Well, they're Not at the very inside. End. Okay. They're on top. Okay. Right. Yeah. But nothing in it is what I mean. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you get yeah. your brown sugar, you've got your uh, butter and pecans. They're in with it kind of. I mean they're on top, but they're gonna get it's up like in a crust it. on top. Yeah, because when you take the scoop it kinda all melds together, you know. Right. Um and so Marshmallow hold on. I must have missed something here. Marshmallow you're cooking it without the marshmallow first, then marshmallow it? <laughs> okay, that's what I thought you said. Just making mm -hmm. sure. Okay. So that I've you can get a little it. bit of a crust. If you don't do that and you throw the marshmallow straight on, uh, it's going to allow Burn. moisture to stay. Gotcha. Oh, really? You okay. know what I'm saying? So then that brown sugar is just going to be soft brown sugar still. But if you allow it to be open air on the brown sugar and pecans for a while, it starts to caramelize and make kind of a crust, almost like that creme brulee does. Okay. Uh, okay, so this isn't going to be real wet and kind of like not soupy but you know a lot of people's just real wet and kind of mushy yes mm -hmm. no, 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 no. Like that. it's going to be a good uh, okay. mashed sweet potato inside and that's why we keep it so simple with this the mm -hmm. flavorings and the stuff you put in um and you know just get when you're i said i think i said a half cup of um milk in the in the uh potatoes but I, usually i just take that milk container to be real honest and i pour and i mash and i see what my and i want it to be a thick mashed potato it's because okay. you got to remember that you are putting it in a serving dish and you don't want it to get watery and yeah. all that stuff so um a thick let me ask uh, you this mm -hmm. if you're if you're feeling froggy mm -hmm. can you put a little maple syrup in there oh yeah, oh, yeah. That you could drizzle so yes. i just drizzle over the top but i'm oh, warning you so it, it gets very sweet with uh the brown with sugar. the sugar yeah and the, and the pecans and that's why again i don't put a lot and put a barely okay. any of the brown sugar in the actual potato because if you go sweet, 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 it's just like right. it's. And it's in fact, this this thing. casserole is already almost to the point of being a dessert. So yeah. it's I like, like yeah, yeah. It, it breaks up your plate because you got so much fat and yep. and uh, um, you know there's not even a lot of acidic unless you're eating a lot of cranberry. Mm -hmm. You get your fat and your acidic from the cranberry, but then it breaks it up with the sweetness of the sweet potato mm -hmm. with this. So. Um, yeah, so keeping it simple in the actual sweet potatoes, and then the sweetness is going to come on top of that casserole. And, okay. you know, it, it's very simple, um, but very good. Uh, it's, it's a I mean, you almost make me want to throw it in a pie with a crust. I mean, that's the way it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're you... going to do that, then you do need to just kind of mix it all up into the sweet potatoes and then put it in yeah. a pie crust. So. Now, Hunter, you're headed to the Carolinas for uh, Thanksgiving. I am going to be in the North Carolina. Are you going to be cooking? Are you doing any cooking while you're? I there? don't know yet. You know that's always um, Is it kind of an option. Yeah, so I always let them know that's an option. But um, the the brothers and my mother in law really like to cook too. Yeah. So we get to this stage where we cook way too much food because we all want to cook a dish and uh there's just so much food and not enough people to eat it so mm. we're kind of taking a stance this year of let's let's wait and see who okay. all is wanting to do what but you know i'm always on standby and i'm always ready to go so yeah. um 
if it may go down. I know I'm at least going to try to make that uh, um, green bean casserole we talked about. Yeah. Because it's such a, a different one than the, the regular everyday green bean casserole. So I'm going to try, to do, try to do that as well. So you might be getting a phone call from me um, asking for help. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I've been um, told if I try it, I get to cook it myself. That's what yeah. Michelle told me. She said, I'm not cool idea. That's what it's called when you say, if I try it, that means it's you. You can't say, if I try it, Mikhail's going to cook it. Right. Doesn't well, make well sense. Mikhail, when I told Mikhail I was going to try it, Mikhail just informed me that you're doing it. Like, right. I will not come in there and help you. Right. Gotcha. So, <laughs> yeah. It was like, there is no saving. So, um, I will say, it wasn't last year, but it was two years ago because we alternate off. We go Thanksgiving and then we go Christmas. Um, two years ago, Natalie's brother, Ben, he made, uh, he just bought turkey breasts, not the whole turkey, but he just brought the turkey breast from, uh, it was like a, a Whole Foods or a market or something yeah. and skin on and everything. Uh-huh. And he seasoned it really well and he sous vide it. I don't know if you know what sous vide is, but it's, yeah. In the back. Uh, yeah. And so if you don't view or listeners out there don't know what it is, it's, uh, um, a little, I guess you'd call it machine or, or appliance that you stick in a, a vat of water and it heats the water up to a certain temperature and keeps it at that controlled temperature. And so it has it's really controlled cooking and you vacuum seal the meat so it, it soaks up all this flavor. Well, anyways, he did that and then he took it out and he seared the skin and the meat on all sides in a cast iron with oil and butter. Oh. And dude, I think that is the best turkey yeah. I've ever had. It was really it was very moist because yeah. it had been cooking in its juices, you know. And that was breast. Breast is usually the worst. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it was, it, man, it was fire. It was so good. And, and, uh, See, that's usually dude, my issue with turkey. It's kind of like, uh, it's, it's good. With well, it's hard. Bites, it's, but then it dries up, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. hard enough for some people to cook a chicken, but turkey, Once, you know. It's always that way when you're cooking a whole bird, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's because it's different parts of it cook at different speeds. And so, yep. It's hard to get the breast all the way cooked and then not have your leg overdone. Mm-hmm. And so you right. kind of got this thing going on. Yeah, I mean, that's why a lot of people have resorted to deep frying. Because yes. when you deep fry, it's a lot more even and balanced. How come they don't just, how come we just don't cut the turkey down and cook it separate? You I could. Because the juices. People, because it people takes do away it. from that turkey on the yeah, plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People do it for nostalgia to put that whole yeah. turkey on the plate and it's all brown, you know, and, and yeah. but, you know. Like I'm like done. a I'm like a spiraled cut honey ham guy before I'm a turkey. You know, like turkey. If you ever, guy. yeah, but we we're always told like our tradition has always been that Christmas is the ham. Thanks. I got you. Yep. Turkey. I don't care about yeah. that tradition. It's just always been. Yeah, it's it's whatever you want to eat. <laughs> that's what it comes down to. And in yeah. fact, I've heard a lot of people say, and I think it's true, turkey is the least appealing thing on your plate during Thanksgiving. There's just mm. so many other great things that go along with it that it's just the uh, I got to get turkey because it's turkey. But, you know, turkey, if we're all honest with ourselves, is the best in a sandwich after Thanksgiving. It's really not yeah. Yeah. meant for and the I usually of. And I usually drench mine in gravy anyway, so. Yep. Right. So you're eating it for the gravy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have you trouble. Got, you got go people ahead. that do like the, the little thin sliced pieces of breast and they cook it in the oven. And it's even yeah. drier. It's just sitting yes. in juice and it's dry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's because all the juice is pulled out and it's just uh-huh. in the pan. Yeah. And that's what the sous vide does is it keeps it inside because it's vacuum packed. Okay. So that's amazing. But if you have trouble with um, dry meat, you can always uh, take the bird and penetrate its skin. Okay. 
you just work your hands up under there, a hundred percent penetration all over the breasts. Okay. And then you want to make an herb butter, and gotcha. smear that all underneath the skin where you've penetrated. You know. Gotcha. So. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well. You could always do a, a an injection, too, where yes. you just penetrate the the actual meat, and yeah. then inject the flavorful fluids. All the juices right. and things. Yeah. yeah. Throughout the whole thing. Yep. Yeah. That sounds really good. Wow, I'm ready to eat now. Get you a Tony Zatarans <laughs> needle injector. Yeah. 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 Mm. Well, guys, uh, next week, as we said, Hunter will not be here. He uh, has some other plans that he must take care of, work-related, so we'll miss him next week. Um, Thanksgiving week, we will not be doing an episode, reminder. Uh, so don't be expecting a podcast uh, Friday after Thanksgiving on Black Friday because it will not be there. Right. There won't be anything there. But we will yeah. we'll return the following week um, to release. I, I think it's going to be December 6th is our next uh, scheduled. After next week's episode, it'll be December 6th that you'll hear from us on the audio podcast again. Yeah, if you, so guys, you guys didn't follow that. We still have one next week. Yep. Right. Yep. And if you guys like the podcast, you enjoy the episodes, uh, hanging out with us, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, hit us up on our Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com, Delirious Dads Gaming. You can um, basically um, give us your money. Contribute. Yeah. Heck yeah. So we appreciate us. it. Help support Help the channel. Support the, the show. Um, but if not, we'll still be here. Still gaming. Still dadding. All that good stuff. Still podcasting. Still, still penetrating. Probably we'll still have this computer blown up Not all the time, too. Yep. <laughs> well, all right, guys. You have a good one. We'll see you on the flip side next week. Stay delirious. Stay dadding. And stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash Delirious Dads Gaming, Twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time. <laughs>